Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This episode of the podcast is with Sigmund. And in classic form, a man named Sigmund would have to know a lot about psychology, correct? So we break down programming, psychological programming, psychological warfare, and um, you know how it affects different groups of people and how it's kind of playing out on society right now. We talk a little bit about hallucinogens. Uh, we'll have to have a future program where we go deeper into hallucinogens. But uh, this was a fun podcast for me. And there's a lot to uh, learn and take from it. I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Esoteric Gladiator. I am your host, Jeremy Lipsy. Today, I am joined by a gentleman who goes by the name of Sigmund. He's a mysterious fellow, <laughs> but has a lot of a lot of knowledge. And I think today we're going to focus on, uh, you know, psychedelics, uh, psychological warfare, psychology, patterns in nature, and just about anything else that we can think of that will uh, go in alignment with that. Sigmund, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I mean, it's there's so many things to cover, but uh, I want to focus mainly on how mind control is used against populations and... Um, you know, because that's that's really what's going on right now, and I know that everybody is keeping up on current events, and things seem to be spiraling out of control. Yeah. And it's like, how is this happening in America? You know, I remember as a child, like, granted, as a child, you know, your perspective is more limited, but nobody was like preached at in school that they should be ashamed of their ethnicity or the history of their people. It was. Uh, I guess you could say just a time of being normal. That's what it felt like. It felt like a normal childhood. But now uh, psychological operations are ongoing at at every age in every part of society. And that's what's leading us to uh, this looks like we're going to have a civil war. And it's yeah. not by accident and it's not by um, it's just it's not a spontaneous thing that the people are just deciding to do this. They're being led into it. And so I want to explain how uh, mind control works. And to, to explain that, you have to understand how the mind works to begin with. And um, so you have to consider, <laughs> it's funny, Nikola Tesla, he actually called us automatons. We're biological automatons because he thought very deeply about why we behave the way we behave and think and feel and all that stuff. And so the human being is obviously a animal, and our two priorities in life, the first, the first being survival and the second being reproduction. Everything you feel and believe and think is, is, is to help you do those two things. Yeah. So the, the way it works is, let's say you're, you're born, you're a brand new child. Um, your, your, your brain is starting to perceive your environment. It's learning. Uh, you know, your subconscious is being programmed by your experiences in life. And so a child that grows yelling and screaming and using violence, well, their subconscious gets programmed. Your problems are to be dealt with using violence, right? And so that's where like generational behaviors happen for, for families. Yeah. 
and and so your your brain's like this computer it's like absorbing all this uh data and then programming the source code as it goes well i don't know if i'm using the correct analogy here but you're basically programming yourself as you go and then if you confront a situation where something in that situation triggers the program you don't think about it you just get a feeling yeah and then you react and the reason it's it's done that way is because nature Nature is dangerous. You know, we live in a absolutely in modern. We live in modern society. Like, generally speaking, you're not in life and death danger at any point. Generally, no. And and so, um. But but you know, thousands of years ago, or even a hundred years ago, if you saw a trigger, you would have a feeling instantly, and that and that you know, something triggers your subconscious. Then the subconscious generates fear. Hey, be afraid. Hey, run. Hey, do something. Hey, fight. You know, those are your, your, or, or freeze. You know, you have these different, uh, responses to, to, yeah, yeah, different, um, levels of response to life and death situations or, you know, stressors. And one of them's freeze. Uh, but anyway, not to get into the details of that right now. Well, you know, what's, you, you, you know, what's really interesting too is, is like everybody loves to put this emphasis on science, science, science. And I'm really a, a, a proponent of natural law is what I'm really into. And I, I think a lot of the science that, you know, we, we get espoused to us by, you know, scientism is pretty much what it is, is people ignore the fact that for thousands of years, like you said, human beings lived in like a fight or flight type Hundreds of thousands of yeah, years or even more. Mode, you know, they had to watch out for jaguars or bears or enemy tribes or natural disasters or whatever. And, and that kind of just ceases to exist in modern day society. But we still have, you know, thousands of years of evolution. That shit is programmed into our DNA. Yeah, it is programmed. Absolutely. So now I feel like it's like... Um, because we, as as a, as a modern civilization, we don't have those same experiences, we subconsciously and neurotically act out in different ways, or specific yes, groups yes. Of, of people act out in different ways because they're fucking bored, or, or they're not, you know, taking care of mind, body, spirit. Sorry to interrupt, but go ahead. No, it's fine. So, so you're, you're presented with a trigger. So you, your body, your mind, generate your body, your mind, same thing. It's all interconnected. Generates a feeling. Be afraid. Be ashamed. Run. Hide. Fight. It's something. It gives you a feel. Or good. Like maybe you have a great childhood and everybody loves you. And so you like being around people. You like interaction. You like the attention, positive attention. You know? And so you're, you're, you've adapted to who, who you are right now is just an adaptive reaction to the sum total of all your experiences. Mm-hmm. And so in order for now mind control happens all the time, it's, it, it, it's Absolutely. designed to happen by nature on purpose to keep you alive, because let's say somebody kicks in your door and they're holding a butcher knife and they're covered in blood. Your, your subconscious is pro you've been programmed already. That's dangerous. Fight him, run, hide yeah. something. And you have a really powerful feeling in your body, you know, mm-hmm. the adrenaline rush, the fight or flight. And so your mind is like, okay, I'm, you're, you're, it's all connected. I'm feeling this way. I better run. I better fight. I better get a weapon. I better do something. And then you, so, so from the feeling, the mind begins looking for reasons to explain it and what to do about it. And, and that's how it's connected. And so 
that's a uh, mind control for survival. Your your mind is being forced to do something because you have these powerful feelings from your body. And so the uh, social controllers understand that if you can get people in this perpetual state of anxiety yep. and 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 fear that their feeling will create it's like you try and you ever try to talk to somebody who disagrees with you in politics yes. and it's like no, no matter what evidence you can show them evidence that is 100% factual yep. conclusive they will they will find a reason to 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 explain it away yeah. to dismiss Cognitive it it doesn't matter how legit it is logical fallacies and so where does that come from and what what's happening is you're give you, cognitive dissonance. You're presenting them with evidence that goes against their programming. Yeah. Now, pro, the programming only it only works because it has triggered a fear response or a survival response. Yeah. So you're basically asking their mind to override their feeling, and that's backwards, because for survival, the mind must o- obey the feeling, because you don't have time, you know, life and death survival you don't have time for the mind to be arguing with your feelings because people that would do that out in nature would die you know yeah you see a lion you're like i don't know maybe that lion's gonna be my friend and i should no you're dead too late exactly you you know you should have fought or ran or or froze or something and so uh it, it it has become impossible almost to talk to people that have been programmed because you're basically asking them to override their survival and no, and people do not do that. Yeah. And uh, so, so the way our society is structured in this way is to program you immediately, as soon as you're able to perceive your environment. You know, that you know, a uh, hundred years ago, a thousand years ago, or even fifty years ago, really, a child was generally speaking with the mother and the family, whether it be grandpas, aunts, uncles, whoever, was being raised for years and years without any interference. And so the, the, the programming was count on your family, yeah. you're loved, you're special, you matter to people. You know, that's positive. That's, yeah. that's good for you to believe. Hey, help your program- dad out on the farm. Yeah. Um, and you, it, basically, your programming was you matter, you belong to, to something, um, you're important, and people love you. That was your programming decades ago. The programming now is... Well, your mom's at work. You're at daycare. Now, you may think a two-year-old isn't paying attention to this shit, but it's all subconscious. Yeah. You're just absorbing your environment. This is how you survive. You just absorb your environment. Um, and then I know this is hard to imagine if you haven't done psychedelics, which basically disables the ego and disables the programming, which is why it's illegal. Yeah. Um, because it allows you to see, like, it allows you to see your sub... It allows you to experience your subconscious as if you were it's kind of hard to describe i it's understand like, it's like your subconscious is just a feeling normally and you're only just going off you're only perceiving the feeling of it but you don't know why you're feeling that when you do psychedelics it's like wow i can see this experience i had clearly yeah there's a link and, and the emotions and who was there and how i felt and why i felt it like wow that's why i believe what i believe or feel what i feel and then after the you know the psychedelic experience is over you're like okay i worked through that fear it's over yeah. it doesn't need to i don't need to feel compelled to do these bad behaviors or to be afraid or whatever it is and so 
Um, so in current society, you, you know, your mom's probably at work. She might even be a single mom. There's a lot of single moms from a young age. And so you're at daycare in a group of kids. So you're one of many kids. You don't really matter. Your subconscious yeah. knows you don't really matter. Mom doesn't really care all that much about you. She's at work, you know, um, you're, yeah, you're they, not special. They can't rationalize that mom's at work because she's trying to pay the bills or something. But, but even if you can rationalize it, you still feel alone. That's okay, the thing. Yeah. And the, the feeling is, is more powerful than the reasoning. And, uh, so that child, then they go into school again, you're in a big group of kids. You're not special. You're, you're basically, um, absorbing information that's irrelevant. You're, you're taught to trust authority. Yeah. You're, you're, you're being don't taught stand, in a rep. Don't stand up to the bully. Yeah. Listen you listen to what the teacher said. Exactly. I remember arguing with teachers about stuff like, no, I read this. This is different. And I'd be yeah. right. Yeah. And like, well, well, and repetitious. Says, it, do it. If you want to be smart, you got to memorize whatever the authority tells you. You're, you're, you're all sitting in, in, in a, a very manufactured, industrialized fucking uh, type, type situation in rows. You know, yeah, I, you're being programmed to be a corporate drone. Exactly. You're being programmed to be a drone. And, exactly. you know, look at kids how, okay, assuming you have a normal, healthy upbringing, look how a child is coming into the world. They have energy. They're excited. They're curious. Yep. They're 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 eager to make friends and love people and explore and it's like and then they go into our system and then look at an adult look at a 20 year old it's like there's nobody yeah. there yeah they're man. anxious well, they're afraid somebody they're, they can't did, somebody did like a uh like a research thing on uh uh kids who graduated from high school and then went to college and then after being in the leftist indoctrination college camps, how miserable, how angry, how agitated, how disillusioned, how propagated a lot of the education was that they learned and and how, you know, gender confused well, and a lot of people are. And I don't have problems with if you be whatever gender you want. I mean, I know what science is, real science. So. The, the the end of the study was is so many of these kids that went off to college they their their whole their whole lives changed you know physically they were dressing differently they were they just became like a poster child for social justice warriors do you know what i mean and dysfunction and antifa so and that's, all it's shit. good you bring that up because let me explain what happens and how they get there so you know, childhood is all you're not special. You don't matter. Mom's at work. Um, your your family is probably dysfunctional nowadays because the parents are always stressed out or you're in a single single parent household or there's a divorce or all these other things going on. Right. The, the family is the core unit that creates a healthy individual. And so your programming is here's the crazy. So, <laughs> again, if you don't do psychedelics, you're probably never going to experience this. Um, your programming is your projection into the world. So all these social justice warriors that are like, the only thing they can see in the world is patriarchy, white supremacy, racism, Victimhood. like they cannot see anything other than that. Yeah. It has to fit into that program. Um, 
And so once you program someone like through fear and all this stuff, that's the only thing they can see. What's a crazy then, real quick. What's really crazy about all that is most of these kids pushing all that bullshit grew up in nice homes. They have the luxury to go to college and complain. <laughs> you know what I mean? You look at somebody who really went through some gangster shit like myself and some of my friends we're not out complaining about how victimized or oppressed we are. We're finding solutions and, and, and ways to uh, not be what we once were, which was, was real fucking victims. And, and we're trying to find solutions and ways out of that shit. But well, most... you're only a victim if you believe you're a victim. Yeah. I mean, I mean you, you grew up in a we're, suburban we're home on a couch watching Disney and, and you get a free pass or a, a fucking loan to go to college and now, now all of a sudden, you know, you're deal. You want to feel part of something because you were so privileged and you grew up so great. Now you want to go be a martyr for other people's perceived suffering. And and the reason people do that is because, again, they go they go through life. You're not special. You don't matter. Blah blah blah. And then all of a sudden, we have social media. Now there's a lot of people who did not grow up with social media, but this current generation. If anyone's listening from this current generation. You don't realize how it's fucking programmed you. It's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Like you are you are a different breed of human if you grew up on social media because your programming is I need validation. Narcissism. I need to show I I belong to the group. I need to show that I'm towing the political line, that I'm thinking the right thing, saying the right thing. I need likes. I need I need retweets. It's like here's the thing. You're in this society where you don't fucking matter. And then they give you social media where you kind of the only way you can matter is if you get views. So you become this this like slave to social media. And then in school, they're like, oh, you should feel guilty because you're white. Your ancestors did this 100 years ago or whatever. It's like so. So shame is one of those uh, currency tactics. You use shame against someone to get them to modify their behavior. So you, if you're ashamed, your feelings change. You feel like you have to do something to fix it. Yeah, that's where a social justice warrior comes from. They want to show that they're special, that they're doing the right thing because nobody's paying attention to that. They don't have a family. Right. And so the social justice warrior is a phenomenon of social media and a society where they have no love and attention from their family. They don't belong or matter to anything. And so that's how they program these armies of people is you, you create a society where people are first viewed as an economic unit and that that dehumanizes you and that programming makes you desperate for attention, desperate for belonging. And then they give you your outlet here, belong to us, belong to this cause where you're standing up for people and, you know, be ashamed of who, who you are, even though it's like, look, if your father murdered someone in my family, can I hold you personally responsible for that? No. Should you be ashamed? It's like, yeah, you could feel sorry about that. It happened, but you didn't kill anybody. So yeah. you're basically holding pe- you're trying to hold people accountable for the sins of their father or or even more than that, the sins of their great great grandfather. Yeah. But then it's like when uh, they have uh You're trying to hold people accountable uh with people that didn't experience what their ancestors experienced. Exactly. By people who might not even have had ancestors that did horrific shit. I mean my my ancestors are Native American, Irish, Canary Islands. It's like 
as far as I know, the Irish were like some of the first slaves in this country. Well, no, they were indentured. There were probably more Irish slaves and indentured servants than there were Africans. And indentured probably, servants, honestly. to me, is slavery. Like, people can say, oh, it's different. Yeah, it's like, I mean, no, that's much. slavery, dude. You know what I mean? Ask the women in Islam how they feel about being indentured servants to the men out there. And then it, it really annoys me how people have such a fucking lame interpretation of history where it's like, look, you cannot take your social justice shit from today and impose it upon people that lived 200, 300, 500, whatever, years ago who were fighting for survival and grew up in a completely yeah. different society and had totally different social mores and religions. It's like it, it, it's something to learn from. But to be like, we need to we need to just start tearing down statues and throwing history books away and punishing people that live today because they're, you know, their great, 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 great grandfather owned a slave. It's like the reason they want to do that is because they feel again, this is like it's, it's like this is only the modern um, modern people believe that this is like this whole thing has to be overturned and fixed. It's like. That shit's over. Well, and the, and the only reason it's, it, it continues is because you feel ashamed that something happened to your ancestors. But anybody could go back far enough and feel ashamed about something. And the so psychological the, the, warfare aspect of this is, is the people that are encouraging these young, ignorant children to lash out in this way are actually the real oppressors. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like— and. And it's not going to help you to feel to have a fucking complex or a chip on your shoulder because let's say you're a black person. Your family was enslaved generations ago. Well, we had a war and your family was made free and you, you really disgrace the, the memory of your family by feeling like a slave to the memory of slavery. You're free. Yeah, now. Do that's anything true. You want with your life. Make a beautiful life. Stop feeling ashamed like your your family was survivors they yeah. went through an incredibly difficult journey coming to america enduring slavery trying to build a life it's like okay celebrate that that they're survivors you don't need to feel ashamed that something happened to them well and they survived they didn't they probably didn't bitch about it here's the here's the oxymoron you know whiners don't survive <laughs> Here, here's the oxymoron to that is is when there was uh, black slavery in the South. There was also black slave owners. People don't like to talk about that. There was free blacks in the North. And on all these racist white people decided, hey, we're going to go risk our lives to free right. black <laughs> slaves, right? And so with that being said, it's it's like when people approach me with nonsense, because I, I had a friend and he was like, he's like, well, yeah, well, you're Native American. Your grandma is Native, you know, because my grandma was born on an Indian reservation and I did a lot of Native ceremonies. Why aren't you angry? Why? I was like, because I grew up and I learned about history. I learned that Native Americans were doing to each other what white man did to them after they got here. And that no man is free of the human condition and that we are all subject to irrational crazy violent behaviors no matter what fucking color we are right well and, and it, the thing is too is the programming teaches you to be ashamed to feel feel ashamed feel inadequate feel you have to fight back feel afraid um and so you begin to project that upon every other 
say you're a black person or you're a white person or whatever, you go on a social media and uh, they're going to start showing you all the stuff that will trigger you. Yeah. So you you go back there to get triggered. You, you exist in an echo chamber of other people that believe exactly what you think. Yep. And so they show you some triggering piece of information, history, current event, whatever. So you get really angry about it, right? And then you and all your people in your, uh, your echo chamber support each other and say, yeah, this is bullshit. We need to fight these people, blah, blah, blah. Then the people on the other side, because they have an echo chamber for every group. Yeah. And they have they have controlled opposition for every group. Absolutely. And somebody from that side uses your angry comment to show the people in that echo chamber, look, they hate us. They want to destroy us. Yeah. Look, you have to be afraid. These people are animals. You got to we got to get ready to fight them. It's like it's all over nothing. Think about it. You, yeah. You wake up in America. Is anybody trying to kill you? No. You can go to the store and buy food. You can go to school and study whatever you want. You can get on the internet and talk to people. You can do whatever the hell you want. It's the media and, and it's social media and news media is programming people to be traumatized yes. over shit that's happened decades, hundreds of years ago. And then they then the, it's like the politicians and, uh, and media work together to keep you in this constant state of fear of Absolutely. the other side. But the thing is, they're creating straw men for you to be afraid of. Like 100%. How many, how many neo-Nazis do you actually believe are in the United States? Exactly. There's not Just fucking give many. Give me a fucking break. Them, right? Like, like in the news today, they're talking about how uh, whiteness and neo-Nazis and white supremacy like is the greatest threat we've ever faced. Look, oh they tried to storm God. the Capitol. I guarantee you the vast majority of those people, like 99 point something percent, are not neo-Nazis. 100%. But, but the media will find the two people in the crowd that had a white nationalism, whatever, logo yeah. or T-shirt. And then they'll blow that up on social media. And then everybody on social media will be like, oh, look, this this feeds right. My programming has primed me to believe that this is a, truly a huge problem. Well, here's a and really you can't, you can't convince them that it's not a problem because the programming is so effective. Here's they're already afraid. Here's a really funny thing, too, is you got Don Lemon from CNN, a black man who loves to talk about how evil white man, white men are and the patriarchy is. Yet he gets paid by the patriarchy and then goes home to his white husband. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like a psychological warfare like you're talking about. These guys, they're just they're, they're just constantly throwing up these these uh, straw men and they're using logical yeah, they, fallacies. Yeah, they manufacture and, straw men and then use that for the, the PSYOP. Yeah. And don't, don't tell me that Antifa or BLM or neo-Nazi groups or whoever – Aren't infiltrated by CIA deep Absolutely, one hundred percent. Dude, happens all the time. They he, just don't report on it. Here, here's that, some here's some current psychological warfare for you, right? We we go and again, I'm not a registered voter. I'm nonpartisan. I just pay attention to my fucking surroundings. So we got for the last year, BLM, Antifa, and a lot of a lot of. I don't see. I think a lot of BLM are actually white people. You know upper middle class white kids that had the luxury to go out and do whatever the fuck they want because they never had any consequences. Um, but they're going out, they're burning down people's businesses, they're destroying the city, they're tearing shit up, and they're terrorizing the community, right? It, all in the name of fighting racism, right? Well, what, mm -hmm. what happens? 
the the right who's not known for protests shows up to the Capitol and and I'm not supporting violent behavior at all, but I want to tell you the different the difference in psychology in these people is the right shows up to the Capitol along with some Antifa because there were some insiders in those riots. I'm not saying it you know th- that it was and completely conservative. That that is absolutely a planned thing that happened. 100. They percent They've been the doing it since the 60s. There. So that is media. Hey, we need we need a media op to show that Trump supporters are crazy and insurrectionists. That's yes. the program. I'm so this so is check, how check this out. Goes. Hold on, let me finish this thought, and then I'll let you fucking get in on it. So you have the the leftists terrorizing the communities that they grew up in, not fighting any racism, but saying that it's to fight racism. The the Trump supporters, I'm not even going to call them Republicans, because I think the Republican Party's garbage too. The Trump supporters, the patriots, show up, and what do they do? They don't go after the small communities. They go and terrorize... The, the Congress, which is what, exactly what, what say. yeah, they go and they terrorize Congress, which is exactly what people should be doing, because these are the assholes that are that are imposing things. That is the patriarchy right there. So they go and they terrorize Congress. They have the, all these politicians scared and cowering. And, and then what happens? The, the same politicians get online and they start flipping the script on them with the psychological warfare. Oh, my God, they're white supremacists. Oh, these guys are dangerous. They're so violent. And it's like, that's the first fucking protest the Trump supporters have That's not even have. that violent. Exactly. That's not even violent. Oh, well, one person you know how many died. millions and millions of gun owners are in this country? Yeah. Like, if Trump supporters want to get fucking violent, oh, they can get real violent. more than that. Yeah. <laughs> and so... Yeah, it's funny how they flip the script because all summer long, burning down businesses, people yep. getting assaulted. Um, but it's all just this is a protest. This is how protests should be. We got to show them that we mean business, you know. And so the media apologizes for all this for months. And then you go to the Capitol where you're actually targeting the people that are, <coughs> you know, they didn't. Here's the thing. They didn't even like show up with a bunch of guns and burn the building down. Nope. Or nothing. They came and fucking complained, basically, is what they did. Yeah. And the police I mean, let him in. The videos. Yeah, of the, the police, police let him in. Police let him in. They, they needed the uh, they needed the narrative of these people are insurrectionists. Trump supporters are the enemy. We have to clamp down on. They needed that that photo op. Basically, they needed the congressman cowering in fear and the uh, people waving the Trump flags. You know what's funny is most of these people are it's like theater. Fucking, they're fucking boomers. Basically, waving American flags. They're unarmed. You're supposed to be terrified of that. Yeah. But not but not terrified. P- people who want to have barbecues and go out on the boat on the weekend. Cities and fucking assaulting people and ripping you out of your car in the street and beating you to death. Like, don't be afraid of that. That's just protest. Yeah. Be afraid of these like boomer age white Americans who go to church on the weekend and just are tired of like getting sidelined by the government and nobody listens. Be afraid of that. It's it's totally backward, but you can see it's a psyop pretty easily. Well, on a lot of these media platforms, I mean, these guys would be covering the riots all over the country and talking about, oh, it's a mostly peaceful protest, and there's fucking people running all over screaming, and there's burning buildings in the background. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's a peaceful protest, mostly peaceful protest, and buildings are like burning to the ground. It's almost like... See, I'm very psychological, so they rub it in your faces, and there's a reason why they do that, because we're not governed by crooked politicians. We're governed 
by satanic serial killers. If you think about the the psychology of a fucking serial killer, and I and I and I know how it sounds when I say satanic serial killers, and and I know people have an aversion to that term. Well, spend twenty years studying this shit, and you'll find out what I've seen. It's a common thread. So what do serial killers do? They engage in all manners of depravity, in murder, in mayhem. They'll go from from raping a two-year-old child to raping a freaking elderly woman. They'll go from eating somebody to fucking stringing them up. And all the while, they leave clues and they rub it in your fucking face. <laughs> that's what our government does. And on top of it, if you really go deep into serial killers and look at documentation... A lot of these serial killers were Satanists, and a lot of them were linked to high-level government. John Wayne Gacy, Ted Bundy, Richard Ramirez was a Satanist. Um, Fuck, I forget the names of the other guys. They were all linked to Satanic cults and government. Ted Bundy was fucking running for, like, some uh, level of office somewhere up here in Washington. You know, it's like, it's it's, people don't want to believe in conspiracies but they want you to believe in coincidence theories. It's like, you know, how many coincidences before it, you know, becomes a pattern, dude? Well, I want to I want to focus on um I guess I don't know how long we've been talking here. Uh, we've been talking I don't about have a half an hour. Limit. I don't have a time limit, but um, Oh, yeah, me either. I I want people to realize like if you're listening to this like I don't know how old you are, but you've had decades probably of life experience. And so what's the goal of life? Like what actually makes people happy? Because we talked about how they mind control and traumatize you. So what does happy look like? The opposite end of that, which is what we should all be working towards, right? Because life is short. We're all going to die. We should be trying to make the most of this life because it's a gift. And um, happiness is basically like the, the richest happiness you can have in life is to be free of trauma because those traumas, they reside in your subconscious and they they ruin your projection of your life and that projection of your of what you feel and believe your reality to be is what you're experiencing as a human being right and so happiness is healing from trauma which here's the thing the difficulty most trauma is repressed because anything traumatic becomes repressed it's very hard to express it yeah your brain adapts to your environment adapts to these traumas and and so you're basically most people are perceiving the world through a traumatized projection it's full of anxiety it's full of fear it's 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 lonely like you you're trying to get back to the child state yeah where you're curious happy um empathetic towards others like you feel more emotion that would be a happier life to live but but Society is, is, is created in a way to, to focus on the economic efficiency of life, not the human experience of life. And so to be happy, you need to, you need to meet those two survival goals. You need to have your, your uh, survival assured, so financial stability, having your tribe around you, your family. Most people have family issues, and they're all stemming from um, traumas, basically. Trauma is usually intergenerational. You know, something's happened to your dad, and he he always was hard on you, wouldn't let you cry, yeah. spanked you a lot, beat you or whatever, because that's what he needed to do to survive. He had to become a hard person to survive. And his dad was probably worse to him. His dad was, yeah, an alcoholic and beat him or whatever. And it gets passed down. And so 
it really begins with healing yourself. Um, hopefully psychedelics get legalized because that is the easiest way to go into your subconscious and heal yourself. Another... Nobody's going to do it for you. No amount of talk therapy is going to do it because that's all at the conscious level. The programming has to get adjusted. Another, get fixed. another really good way to do that is meditation. I've done, I've done all the above. So yeah, meditation just, will take you there too. Yes. It takes a lot more concentration and dedication, but that, that can do it. Yeah. And so you have your survival needs met, you heal yourself, then you heal your family of traumas, your generations. And then you, yeah. Then you have, then you have a core support for yourself. When you know that you're loved and accepted and you have your tribe to back you up, you're, you feel great. You feel loved. Now you can project that into the world. You don't feel so afraid and upset and anxious and triggered and all this stuff. Once that's done, then you can probably go find a mate better because you're putting off a lot better vibe, but better energy, happiness, uh, empathy. And then you get yourself a mate and you start a family and then your life cycle. It's like the circle of life and the Lion King. Those are the two primary things that you have to do in life to feel content. And if you're healed of trauma, you're, you're feeling loved, projecting love, you can't really get richer in life than that. Because they, they, want you to, they want you to be alone and miserable so that you're constantly seeking something. Yes. They want you to be needing something. Yes. And they'll give it to you. Trying hey, to you fulfill. House. Like everybody's trying to, to fill up this God-sized hole in their soul with a bunch of fucking useless garbage. Yeah, it's like Here, we we have God, God it's it's literally a God-sized hole. It's like best way to get to God is through, you know, healing the self, right? And and some people don't believe in God, and that's fine. You know, uh just don't make government your god cuz they don't give a exactly. shit about Exactly. <laughs> well, in in back to psychology, what happens when, you know, like even in AA, dude, people are like like the most powerful way to get people sober isn't through rehab, isn't through fucking other drugs. It's through a spiritual, a conscious contact with God, right? I'm not an AA, yes. but, I, I, but I know that because man left to his own devices is going to fucking destroy himself. He always has and he always will. When man has some type of, you know, higher power or, 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 or uh, you know, spiritual governance over his life, lo and behold, he acts better. Right. And when he doesn't have that, he turns politics, music, drugs, sex and mm -hmm. everything else in his life into God, science, all that shit. Well, you, you know, you made me think of another thing is so it's it's uh, in the military. They have something called full spectrum dominance, which is where they want to control. They want to have every conceivable advantage over the enemy, like logistically. Uh, lethality, sensor and information, um, cyber, everything. Yeah. And that's that's how they approach controlling populations. Absolutely. Full spectrum dominance. Every single thing that creates a person, they want to influence it. They want control over it. So we talked about the societal pressures, education, um, you know, the mind control, social media. That's super powerful. But another aspect of that is your uh, health and nutrition. Absolutely. And, and I can talk about that all day. I wanted to bring something up before we jump into the – because I definitely want to talk about that. 
uh, there was a there was a guy by the name of Lieutenant Colonel Michael Aquino. I believe he was a naval colonel. He was really high up, but he was he was a Satanist, and he was on Oprah Winfrey a number of times. But he was hired by the White House to create a manifesto on mind control. And if anybody knows about cults and any type of cult, not just satanic cults, you can go to your Brian Jonestown fucking cults. They have a strict they 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 always run off the same psychological operation to control the cult members. So I've just found that really interesting that lo and behold they hire a satanist <laughs> to write which a uh, write a guide and he was a military guy on mind control and and I encourage people to look him up his name's Michael Aquino he was on Oprah Winfrey a number of times and and lo- before I forget let me just mention if you don't think that they can have people in the government mind controlled or any of this I mean here imagine this look at Jason Bourne I, I know that it might sound crazy, but this is absolutely possible, and I don't doubt that it's happened or is happening. Is So we talk about trauma-modifying behavior because you, you create programming. Yes. Now, at a young age, um, if, the, if the trauma is extreme enough, you will develop— um, Multiple D- DID, personality is, disorder. Yeah, dissociative yeah, MPD, I- identity DID, disorder. Dissociative yeah. identity disorder. And so they know that it's possible to fragment the mind into different personalities and then program each one accordingly. Absolutely. Because if a trauma is so extreme, the mind will split off that personality to endure the trauma while the, while the core personality is kept protected. There was even someone in Australia who had literally thousands of alternate personality. They're called alters. Alters, uh, yes. Because her father raped her every single day for years as a little girl. Mm-hmm. So it's possible. So she disassociated now, during those traumatic events and created an... That that couldn't have happened to me. Yeah, that, you that's don't what remember they, it. Yeah, that's what they go split. through. Yeah, you, in your mind, like you said, it fragments. And that's why I tell people, I'm like, I'm like, you look at all these politicians and you think they're just crooked politicians. I'm like, these guys are all working off numerology. They're all working off astrology. Their they're, they're corporate shareholders all have occult symbols and their corporate logos. And, and in my eyes, a lot of these people grew up in satanic cults and fucking were tortured when they were younger. That's why it's intergenerational. Yeah. They were... That's why they have no empathy whatsoever. Exactly. They lie to your face and it doesn't mean anything to yep. them. Yeah, and they'll bomb thousands of people in exactly. some country. It doesn't matter at all. They are serial um, killers. And, and um, so you, so knowing that that's how you can split a personality, and knowing the trauma can program, you can you know break people down and change their behaviors. Um, now you couple that with powerful psychedelics that they've been developing, I'm sure, for decades. You know, yeah. MK Ultra program. If you haven't done psychedelics, you don't understand what it's like to exist in a period of eternity (laughs) i know it sounds crazy but when you're in a psychedelic state you can feel like you're trapped somewhere for ten thousand years yes and in reality it's only been 20 minutes yep and so they get these psychedelic drugs combine them with um the trauma-based training yeah and you so you can basically create fragmented personalities in a matter of an hour oh yeah are you kidding and me? you can program someone to have an, a different personality to do whatever you want in an hour with the right drugs and the right, uh, you know, training program, I should say. Uh, and so 
don't be surprised that people are capable of the most insane shit because they really can just break you apart, tear your mind. to. I mean, it's terrible. Tear your mind to pieces, program you to do whatever the fuck they want. Cause your mind only exists as a higher level projection of this. Your subconscious is projecting feelings. You're feeling the feelings in your body. Then the feelings are generating thoughts. That's why like, that's another scam. We're talking about the bot mind body health. How many people are on antidepressants these days? Oh my god. Yeah. Mill tens of millions, right? Oh my it's god. It's because they have traumas that are bothering them, that are keeping them in a perpetual state of fight or flight, and their body is not nutritionally um you're not getting enough nutrition in the modern diet because processed Absolutely foods not. are so nutritionally deficient. So your body doesn't have what it takes to create the uh, you know, your your mind is like a projecting out of your your brain state, pretty much. Well, there's a and your body, there's a brain course. gut connection too. So yes. you can see these you can see these really obese people, and these people are actually starving. They're they're mineral and vitamin yeah, deficient. Yeah, they're nutritionally deficient. Yeah, they're and, but they're overweight and obese. Exactly. And you're like, so oh. anytime you see somebody that's obese, that person is basically like ill. They're ill. Yeah. They're being poisoned because they, they have the wrong diet. Their body is like, hey, everything's out of, out of balance, it's screwed up. So how can you feel good about your life? How can you because however you feel is what you're projecting. So if you feel horrible, if you're nutritionally deficient, you don't have enough magnesium, your, your uh, pineal gland screwed up because it's fluoridated and you never had any iodine in your life. You're you. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable the difference between. And I've made this transformation. I don't want to get into my story, but I've had quite a transformation in my life, healing from trauma, getting the right nutrition. And your your perception of the world changes from darkness, loneliness, fear, because that's all you can perceive based on the yeah. state that you're existing in. And that's what they want yep. you to be. You're yep. controllable. You're miserable. You'll do whatever they say. You'll hate. You'll hate your neighbor. You'll have no empathy for anyone. You're basically uh, the example I like to give is in the movie 1984. In the beginning, there's a scene called the two minutes of hate. And so people that live in this totalitarian system where their families are isolated, and there's no love and you don't mean anything and you're a slave to the system. You have all this subconscious anger. You're repressed. You're you're miserable. You're unloved. You don't matter. Subconsciously, you know, this is true. And so in or they don't want you to tear down the system. So what you what they do is they put up a picture of Emmanuel Goldstein. He's supposed to be the enemy, the traitor, the one that's like caused the the war that nobody even knows what the fuck they're fighting for or yeah. when it started or it, it's just the, we're just at war. Osama right? bin Laden. Think, think of America. When have we when have we not been at war, right? Yeah. We had Saddam Hussein, then we had Osama bin Laden. Now we got white supremacy. Now we got to be, you're always at war with something, right? Yeah. Well, what's funny so, is we're not in any major wars right now. What do we do? We take it right, out on ourselves. With, with Donald Trump, we didn't have one more war. That's right. Yeah. We, um, we take, we take, granted, we take the war out on each other. So, th so they take the subconscious misery of this, the people in society that they don't want you to tear down the system that's making you miserable. So they give you a Donald, they, they say, here, look at Donald Trump. I mean, it, if you look at liberal news, every goddamn thing that could possibly go wrong in this country is attributed to Donald Trump. Yep. I mean, it's really, it's like this guy over here, this cop died. Yep. This is Donald Trump's fault. Yeah. This over here happened. This is Donald Trump's fault. This, I mean, everything. 
So people can project their internal. He's just so hateful and divisive. And I'm always like, okay, well, I want to see the hate and divisiveness. I don't want to just see like edited clips of him talking in a harsh manner. I want, I want the full picture. Like, again, I'm not a registered voter. So, but I also don't like lies. So I say, I can't believe you would support him. I'm like, I'm not saying I support him. I just don't like you lying about anything, whether you're lying about Donald Trump, whether you're lying about Satanists. Don't lie about anyone. I want the fucking truth. And again, that's why it's really difficult for someone to explain. You ask him, well, what did Donald Trump say exactly that's racist? (laughs) Oh, there's just been so many (laughs) things. Dude, I watched this video. Something out of context. I watched this video the other night. It was called 38 Times Donald Trump Denounced White Supremacy and Racism. And it was literally 38 different clips of him on air in 38 different situations where he was denouncing white supremacy and racism. And it's just like, well, here, here's, here's the problem we get into is again, you're trying to talk to someone at the mental level, the mind level. Yeah. They will see what they want to see because of the programming. Yes. So it's like, Oh, Donald Trump, he denounces white supremacy. No, you don't understand. I feel he's racist. Exactly. I know it. I feel it. I feel well, it. I can't argue with your feeling, right? It's like— Well, what's really funny throw. is Mike Tyson and Floyd Mayweather don't feel like he's racist, and they're two black men that grew up in the ghetto. So I think they would know what racism is, wouldn't they? Yeah, but again, that doesn't— Doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. You can't change someone's survival programming because they've been traumatized to believe that every white man's a racist. Yeah. Or at least Donald Trump is. Yeah. Um, I was going to say it's kind of funny. You ever have a— you know, you be in a relationship with a woman and you have a disagreement and you will logically corner her to where you can prove that the disagreement yes. is, is, is one on oh, your, yeah. you know, you have proven her with facts that you're right. Doesn't what does matter. she say? What does she say after that? Well, don't I don't you f- care about my feelings. Exactly. Because I, that's I where that it really, way. that's where it comes. See, if somebody feels strongly enough about something, they will create any reasoning, any logic to defend it. That's how mind control works. That person has been because, again, mind control only works because you're hijacking a system that already exists in the person. And that system is the survival system, the survival response. Right. Well, and I, I think people need to understand, like we say mind control and people get all, you know, it's very romanticized and like some espionage thing. Where it's like, no, this is a very uh, subtle, covert style of mind control people aren't even aware of. It's like you don't even realize it. uh, Again, your your mind is controlled normally. It's just normally controlled to save you, to protect you. With instinct. Yeah, instinctual. I need to go find – like when you were 14 years old and in high school – did anyone need to convince you that you should try and go grab some ass at the school dance? No, you're just like a horny little teenage kid yeah. or whatever, right? Like, you're just going to do that. The patriarchy. God forbid men act masculine and try to go hunt for a mate, right? Yeah. Um, and so it's like, <laughs> that's another thing is anything masculine they attack oh, because masculinity hilarious. is what will stand up to this system. Yeah. They don't want masculinity. That's why women are like, God, why can't I find a real yeah, man? Maybe one of, these, one of these thousands of, of le- lesbians with rainbow-colored hair will freaking take out the patriarchy with all their <laughs> anger and rhetoric. It's like, I mean, I don't got a problem with lesbians or anything like that, and I don't even give a shit. 
what you well, guys feel. It's like, great, just don't force your shit on me. Great example. Uh, I met a woman who's a lesbian. I said, how long have you been a lesbian? And she said, uh, two years. And I said, well, what, what made you decide to be a lesbian? And she said, I was abused by my, my ex. He nearly killed me. Ooh. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. no shit, really? You mean to tell me that your unnatural, uh, unnatural relationship is based on a trauma? No shit. I couldn't have guessed that. I couldn't have guessed like transgender people. Well, I want to know how many trans boys that that are transitioned to women were sexually abused as children. I don't know, but you got to consider, um, again, the body, the body, mind, the nutrition, all that stuff. It's like, okay, if your body has testicles and a penis, you have definitely have a male body, but yet people are, are saying that you can still be a woman because your gender can be a female and they say there's no problem with that. Well, what they what they're not understanding is that is a that is a uh, biological impossibility. Well, that's uh, a it's a biological impossibility. B is that that's basically a malfunction. It's like your mind is supposed to project what your physical reality is, and your physical reality is your man. And I and I just so want to put a disclaimer out there. That, I don't have a problem with trans people, but I. I understanding psychology there's yeah, no there's no limit why they why yeah. they behave the way they behave what um and where was so, the biggest trans movement before the american one it was in it was in the far east where all the soy was being uh created right, exactly so it's like okay look, a lot of this is 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 due to uh you know diet yeah soy is in everything if i mean you would be surprised there's a book it's called the plant paradox where it explains that all these uh I mean, think about it. Super hundred years ago, people were not eating soy and everything and soy no. in their sauces and fried and soy no. or whatever. I mean, it's in everything. And it, it uh, disrupts the amount of testosterone in your body. It boosts the estrogen. So it's like your body is creating your reality. You're perceiving your reality through your physical experience, right? Yeah. And so if your body is thrown out of whack because there's tons of birth control medication in the water supply that's just run off into the water and you're drinking that every day and then um there's uh, estrogen mimicking chemicals and the plastic bottles that you drink out of mm-hmm. and there's estrogen in the soy and it's like you don't think that's going to fuck up how you perceive the world absolutely so it's and then another thing about transvest trans whatever transgender trans, whatever you want to i don't know i never yeah. not trying to offend trans people i'm trying to explain yeah, whatever. If you're if you're offended, if you're offended, come back and talk to us in a few years when you've grown the fuck up. You know, if you've got the luxury and privilege to be offended, clearly you've never experienced real victimhood cuz people that I know that aren't really offended by shit have all been fucking really victimized. Oh, uh, so let's see what was I saying? Um, you're talking about transgenders. Yeah, so you're you're Oh, man, it's so multi-layered with those people. I remember arguing with a teenager about it. I was like, why do you think trans is good or whatever? And she's like, because these people are free to decide whatever they want. Who am I to get in their way? It's like, okay, so really, if you're arguing with someone, you want to try and figure out the subconscious level of why they're saying what they're saying. Yeah. And it's like, what she's really saying is that person's choice is very important. They're their self-determination is so important that I will support them saying they're another sex basically. Yeah. And it's because you feel so powerless in the modern world. 
so irrelevant that now you're it's like what do you have control over as a young child in, in today's world it's like well uh there's you're gonna go to college and you're gonna get in debt up to your fucking eyeballs uh, on social media you don't matter your family doesn't give you attention what's the one thing i can control to show that i'm special your identity i I can control my identity. Yeah, whether whether it's and a goth kid by... or a punk rocker or a gangbanger, you can control your identity. And I'm going to say that I'm going to be a girl or I'm going to be a boy. They don't talk about people that give up on being trans and just say it's a bullshit, right? Yeah. They only talk about the absolute diehards that won't go back on it. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's like instead of the medical community saying, let's figure out why someone is perceiving their reality as, as being a woman which is, again, based on, like, hormone levels. No, let's make a bunch and, of money transitioning yeah, them. And, you, and and your psychology and this and that. No, they're like, no, these people are brave. They're heroes. Yeah, no, they're we're going to get all their Ill. money. It's like you wouldn't you wouldn't take someone with schizophrenia and say, this schizophrenic is brave. They're deciding to hear voices. <laughs> these voices are real people, God damn it. Yeah. That's their choice. It's like, no, that person is mentally ill. And if you're if you're perceiving that you're a man when your body is a woman's body then there's probably some some trauma or some kind of hormonal imbalance something has happened to you yes just th- just think about it nature and evolution like you exist today because a couple of monkeys a man and a woman monkey mr and a missus decided to fuck well that's if you believe right? in evolution i believe in microevolution sure. but, but go on but but survival in general monkey like yeah because we as people, man, woman, decided to have sex, right? Yeah. So you think that if somebody was, like, mentally ill and thought they were a different sex and cut their dick off, that their genetics would be passed down? No. They would die off, right? Yeah. So, you know, it's very easy to get caught up in who's more. more. Here's the thing. If you want to get into a debate about whose morals and whose religion and this and that is correct, this is how it, this is nature. The morals that are correct are the ones that assure your survival that have that result in mental health, happiness, you know, physical health, your well-being, the well-being of your family, um, feeling love, feeling happy, a full life that whatever creates a full life of happiness and love. That is the moral system that you need to to subscribe to. Yeah. And it sure as hell isn't how many transgendered people kill themselves, like 50 percent of them, I think. How many uh, of them are absolutely a, lo- a large, a, lar- they, a large, they have the highest suicide, how many probably of outside of soldiers depression? or how, something. Yeah. It's like how many suffer from depression and all these other problems. Yeah. So you think feeling, maybe, feeling maybe unable to wrong. relate to other people. Yeah. To, and, and I, I don't want it to sound like we're railing on trans. We're, we're trying to give you guys a, a it, psychological no, it's just, it's breakdown just on them. Yeah, yeah. It's just the thought process of, okay, why is this person, their lifestyle deviating so far from what a natural lifestyle would be because if you holy crap i mean when i was in high school i remember uh i think my school had two thousand kids in it i only knew of two gay kids in the whole school i'm sure there were more yeah same same with me there there was yeah okay so so we knew of like two flamboyant gay and there's probably like 20 i'm sure there's like 20 closeted one or whatever but nowadays it's like my my brother is a lot younger than me. Thirty, forty percent of the like, fucking yeah, school. I was, like, I was like, How many kids are gay in your school? He's like, Oh, there's like three. I'm like, Wow, and your whole you got a tiny school. How you got three? I only had a couple. 
you know, because my school's like four or five times larger than his is. He's like, no, I got three in one class. Exactly. Like, what? Yeah. That, How did it go literally in like 10 years from diet and social of... engineering? Exactly. It's, and people will fight to the death. Like, no, no, I'm really no, gay. I was like this. this. this I want to be. Like, you yeah. think you're you don't think your mind could have been fucking influenced by social like people who know nothing about um, trauma based mind control or how the, you know, your nutrition or hormones can screw up your perception of how you feel and what you think. Trust me, you can get someone to completely change their mind and who they are and their personality with enough trauma and social pressure. I mean, it's possible and it really has happened. I mean, now we're into the transgender thing where it's like, Oh, gay. Yeah. It's nothing. It's nothing to be gay at all. Yeah. When 50 years ago, being gay was like diagnosed as a mental disorder and you could get put in jail for it practically. And, and, and now it's like, no, which trans, is, trans, which trans is nothing in my trans eyes is, is horrific. I, like, Hey, I'm not, you know, I know gay is, is goes back to Roman times and for, you know, I think it goes back to the beginning, bro. So I don't think I, I, I'm just showing the, the separation between like how, Oh, whatever is socially acceptable. You think it's right at the, time, yeah, no, I agree right? with you. I'm just, I'm just throwing it out there. Like, like we're not, trying to fucking rail on gay people or trans no people. i'm not trying to we're, rail on gay people we're, we're trying to break down like what our government and all these motherfucking perverts have been doing to our food and our psychology yeah i don't have any hate for any trans person or any gay person i, I don't have hate for people because i understand each individual is they're going through their life they're perceiving the reality that is projecting out of them from their subconscious. They can't help where they came from. Maybe they were traumatized as a child. Maybe there's, you know, Hey, we live in a fucking hell society. You just adapted to it. That's the thing. It here's, if you did, if you had all your emotions turned back to like your full awareness, full emotions of being a child again. Yeah. And you were put into the life that you live right now. Odds are you would have a complete emotional collapse. Oh, because the yes. life you live right now, you had to adapt to this fucking yes. misery for decades yeah. of being alone, of being uh, ignored by society or like, hey, if you got a great family life and you're kicking ass at life, congratulations. Yeah, but God bless most, you. But most people are like downtrodden. They come from broken families. It's generational trauma. Like most people are fucking miserable. Sorry, it's just it's most people's truth. lives suck. Yeah, that's why they're getting drunk and high and fucked up on blow all, all week long or on the weekends. You know, it's like you're not running away to a health retreat. You're going to get fucked up or you it's know what I mean? Pain. I call it the silent pain of being unloved. And yeah, that's really again. It comes down to number one, survival. Your survival is mostly in part having a tribe, belonging to your group having a family, being loved, secondary reproduction, going out and finding a mate, right? And most people don't even have number one. They're struggling financially. Their family's tra traumatized and fucked up. They probably got PTSD from all kinds of shit that's happened to them. They fight all the time. Dad's a drunk. Uh, mom, mom, whatever. You know, it's like how many how many people listening to this right now are like, my mom is so happy. She came from a happy, loving household. No one ever touched her or abused her. Nothing happened to her in college. Yeah. No. 
Like everybody practically knows, you know, one, two, three people who have been traumatized, have PTSD or what in some way. And the easy way to tell is, is someone as carefree, happy and loving as a child. If they're not, something's going on. They're struggling. Yeah. They're they're They have anxiety. Um, well, and it's easy to, you know, to, to, to raise a society to be that unhealthy and that agitated when, you know, centuries and centuries of wars have been fought by like almost everybody's ancestors. And that's right? the and that's the problem is that we have focused too much on technological and economic advancement. We haven't focused on spiritual advancement. Exactly. Spiritual advancement. We could fucking knock this out fast. Uh, we could do Everybody, it fast and it would make the the most prolific <laughs> and innovative change in our lives. That and so it's like, okay, people are arguing Democrat this, Republican that. If you're doing that, you are in their game and you can't win. Because you're you're arguing programming versus programming. Yeah. It goes nowhere. It hasn't gone anywhere in decades. Why do you think it's gonna go somewhere now? Well and when you so, talk to both sides, like it's it's crazy. You you, you like you talk to, to both sides and you're like a lot of these conservatives are actually kind of progressive and a lot of these liberals are actually kind of conservative and they just don't they don't even realize it that they all pretty much want the same yeah. shit. Here here's the problem is things have gotten so out of whack. No one even knows what 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 would common ground look like if we could all get together and agree on one thing? What would that be? And I I want to put out there that this is what it should be. We need to create we need to create a society with those two things in mind, survival, the fa- which is the family, community, and then the second thing is mating. I know that maybe that sounds silly, but it's true. It's true. 100%. You, are de- you are designed to couple with a mate at approximately 16 to 18 years old and begin a family. Nature has designed your biology for that. Yeah. And then, man, I can't tell you how many, I'm in my 30s now, I can't tell you how many women I know that are like, they're in their late thirties, never had a kid or they're a single mom and they're absolutely miserable. Yeah. They're having like a total crisis of their life. And you know and what? They hate the patriarchy. And of course, who are they going to project that anger and frustration onto? They want to blame someone, right? Yeah. Men, the patriarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. It's so beautiful. They fuck up the natural order of human life. And then all the anger and frustration you feel, then they redirect that onto your neighbors, onto the other race, onto the other religion. It's beautiful. You just keep people traumatized forever. Easy to control. Yeah, and then like you were saying, like what would what would common ground look like? Well, it's really hard to have common ground when you've trained uh, one side in particular uh, to be so venomous towards the other because, and, and I'm not trying to single these motherfuckers out, that like the left does not want to have conversations most of the time. I've, I've, well, the, I've, I'm not even a conservative and I, I've, I've offered my platform to multiple Democrats to come and talk with me about things that, that I don't agree with them about. They won't fucking do it, dude. And it's like, I know, the, and the they, they use has, every rational excuse or ir- irrational excuse to get out of it. And at the end of the day, I'm like, that doesn't make you intelligent or more superior than me. That makes you sound like an idiot who just doesn't have good arguments, which is why you the, won't show up because you're afraid the, I'll shift your perspective. The left is the side of the shame-based mind control. 
And so they, and also uh, their community is the revolutionary community. The like communists. that's their, their social structure that they've been absorbed into. And yeah. so it's the mores of that are you have to go along with the group. You can't have, you know, divergent thinking and uh, be ashamed of who you are and bow down and, you know, worship the government basically. And so it's like, yes. <laughs> The, do whatever the, the your television right, tells you. And the people on the right have been taught that the most extreme elements of the left are the whole left. But the thing is, those extreme elements have been pulling the left further and further towards that, that extreme. So it's like the left, I would say, is by far the most dangerous of the two. That's not to say that the, the right is like great i mean the, the gop is fucking garbage yeah 100 they deserve they deserve to be completely destroyed politically and like absolutely not exist traitors and and but on the other hand it's like this this ignorant blind nationalism that the people on the right have had for a really long time where they'll excuse every war started by george bush exactly or, it's like no that's bullshit too guys we're pro-life send our children to war it's right. like bomb, come on we're man life let's bomb more brown people exactly it's stupid but uh yeah so the ideal society how do we get there we get there by having empathy for the other side which you can't have empathy until you're healed of your own trauma. So you need to heal from your own shit. If you're on the left, whoever you are, you need to do some fucking magic mushroom <laughs> or, or meditate or do something. Drink we some ayahuasca. Have... Ayahuasca yeah, seriously. will open Jesus. that ass up too. To some... go, to, go to Puerto Rico and do some shrooms or go to Denver or wherever you can. It's legal, right? Do yeah. something. But it's unbelievable to have your empathy restored and you're like, wow, you know what? I can't hate that other person because I realize that other person is just somebody living their life trying to survive. And they're just going off of the the programming that they've had because of all the traumas they've had in their life. Right. Yeah. So like if I see some black guy, I'm I'm most, mostly white. But if I see some black guy railing about crackers and kill crackers and it's not I'm like, dude, man, I want to know. Tell me what happened to you. What happened to you? Yeah. Why do you feel that way? Just tell, I'm not going to take it for, just tell me what happened. I'll say, man, I'm sorry, but you know what? I'm not going to do that to you. You know, we're all not like that. Yeah. Cause that person is only perceiving the world based upon like the programming they've had. And mostly programming these days comes from traumatic events. So it's like, I, you know, and I need to have a surplus of that in our society. They need to have empathy for me. It's like, what do we really want? Like, I don't want anybody's like, like I said, life is precious. We only have one life. Why do I want this guy that I barely know to have a miserable life where he feels it's necessary to be yelling and screaming about something? Nah, man, life's too short. Just tell me what's wrong. Let's fucking sing together. So, you know, well, you know, you know what? what? Like, you know what? I, I said a while back, like, uh, you know, I believe that the, the, the black American uh, community, a, a large portion of it is is suffering from intergenerational post-traumatic stress. Oh, disorder. absolutely. And absolutely. But and if we wanted thing. to do a civic duty to them, we'd offer like, you know, counseling or like communal, you know, kind of like AA, but like we should be having like communal talk circles with people and stuff, trying to really get to the bottom of shit like that. And, and I just, it blows it's me true. away that that doesn't happen. I've said it many times before that the uh, African-American community has suffered generational trauma 
and the Democrat Party hones in on it, magnifies it, keeps it going. Well, and the now, Democratic Party is at the root of it. They started the KKK and kept It's the a slaves. lot of stuff, though. It's like they live in nutritionally deficient areas where yes. they can't even get the right foods. Yes. So they're, like I said, the McDonald's, health, the health part of it is fucked up. Yeah. Then the uh, the poverty end of it, and then the 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 drug war, the prison industrial yeah. complex, violence oh, man, in the streets. It's just like it's sad. It's like it's so easy to go in and try to destroy them and make money off them and get government fucking program money. It's like all these people making money off the suffering of the African American community, but then the people on the right, they only you know, right wing news is only going to show you the the bad results out of that and be like, look, look at these black people, look at minorities or whatever. And, and that's where like the racist elements come from is they're being shown the result of the trauma, but they're not showing you, Hey, that's coming from the trauma. Yeah. Right. So it's like, it's easy for the, for again, it, it's selective. You gotta keep people media. divided, man. Keep people divided yeah. when in reality, it's like, you know, if you want to end that black crime wave or whatever, let's go in there Give everybody some shrooms. Get the family <laughs> fixed together. I'm serious. Dude. I I know you, want, you are, you, and that's why I'm laughing because like, I'm like, that's a great plan. Well, look what what is what has worked so well, far? Yeah. nothing. We'll right? go it's we'll like, go in there. We'll give everybody some shrooms. We'll take them to a fucking large forest. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And 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 you know, have some some fruit and some shit waiting for them for when they get hungry. Dude, there's a psychedelic. It's called iboga. It's from Africa. Yeah. You give someone iboga, they have a spirit journey. Talk to their ancestors. You don't think that would help somebody, like have a and, and ibogaine comes it from Africa. Changes your life. Yeah, absolutely changes your life. Like if you want to have real change in this country, we have to do something that hasn't been tried before. Yeah, and psychedelics. All the research shows that psychedelics is absolutely transformative, heals people, heals trauma. One administration is all it takes usually. Will heal like, okay. I don't want to get too overly overly optimistic, but sometimes all it takes is one administration and PTSD can be cured. And again, all these problems we see in society are a a higher level projection of people's subconscious, politics, religion. Those are high level projections of subconscious needs, beliefs, right? And so all the issues in society are stemming from trauma because if everybody was healed and happy, the projection would become let's build. Let's cooperate. Let's love our children. Let's have peace, right? Yeah. So the solution is to address all the traumas. We don't. No amount of arguing with the political parties is going to fix a damn thing because the political parties are all controlled, all corrupt. Well, you, you look don't at want to get in these. These guys are are legitimately. They're not fighting over what's best for society. It's like these mobster families. It really these is. political families that are fighting over the tax money that comes from us, right? It's like, so when they draft these bills where they're going to send $10 million off to India for gender studies, I mean, how much of that millions, how, what are they going to get, like $3 million of that back sent to them somehow through the $10 million? You know, it's like I'm thinking that, it's not even I'm thinking, I know that they get these massive sums of money and they ship them around the world and then a lot of that money comes back to these political fam families and factions, which is why I think now you have so many politicians uh, that are really uh, aggravated with Donald Trump because he wasn't a career politician and he came in 
and he started disrupting things. And now I think a lot of these, you know, these career politicians, they have a lot of fucking skeletons in their closets. And, and, um, there's a lot of shit that these people know can come out on them. And because Donald Trump's not necessarily part of their club and he's not a career politician, they want him the fuck out of there because he's not playing the same game that they're playing. Well, the thing I want to make clear to people is... And I'm not saying Donald Trump is a saint. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying he's not... No, I, I don't... Yeah, I don't think anybody really thinks he's a saint, but I, I, the, the answer going forward is personal... Personal... Um, personal change is going to lead to your family changing and yes. then your community change. Like that's how it starts. We can't be looking for, for uh, a political savior anymore. That's no. not, that's not the solution. No, you have to fix yourself, fix your family, Absolutely. fix your community. That's the order. It should be bottom up Well, because the more you disconnect from their control system, the less power they have. Well, I wrote I wrote something in 2019. I posted it on Facebook. It was just you know I come up with philosophy, you know, philosophical shit all the time. I wrote and I posted, uh, if you're oppressed in 2019, look in the mirror. There's your oppressor. And then I, true. a few months later, I wrote, if you go within, you never go without. And you know, it's it's what what that's all about is meditation psychedelics and i don't do psychedelics often and and i don't do them because i find them to be fun in fact i actually find them to be very hard work and terrifying and i don't really enjoy them but i they unlock specific passages within my psyche that i find very beneficial and i i haven't done last hallucinogen i did was ayahuasca and it was probably three three and a half years ago right mm-hmm. you know and and uh you know I've, I've done that about seven times but, uh, you know, I've done, you know, mushrooms and LSD and, and San Pedro and all that stuff. And I don't tell people, oh, yeah, man, just go out and get hooked on hallucinogens. You know, if you're doing it properly, you're probably fasting before you're doing it a little bit or you're not eating meat for a few days. You're, you're taking it, you're looking at it with respect as a sacrament, not as, as oh, I'm going to go trip out on the fucking Grateful Dead. It's... It's like, hey, I got shit inside of me that's fucked up, and I want to know, I want to get to the subconscious level of my mind, the spiritual level of my mind, and figure out how I can do this psychological surgery through this sacrament that I'm using to initiate and and set an intention to change, right? That's not to be treated uh, lightly. Um, Yeah, I can... You can go for a ride that you're not prepared for. That's for sure. Yeah, a lot of people that are like they're getting drunk and then they're eating fucking you know a couple of grams of shrooms. Yeah, you're probably having a great time, dude. I never, I never did it like that. Let me see you drop freaking three grams or a fucking hero's dose, and let's see how <laughs> silly it is. In, how silly it is then. You're gonna, you're gonna see some real shit. You're gonna have to face. It's gonna be a war within. Yeah. Where time has stopped and you're just stuck with your pain and suffering. <laughs> yeah, and your diet, you're, you're like going through it. And it, it's it's really hard to explain eternity to people who haven't seen it. Which is why at this point in my life, I live between this world and the next world. I'm not just living for, you know, modern 
times. Well, I just I just want to say because I feel like we've covered practically everything I was going to talk about is that try to imagine a world where you walk down the street and every face you see is a friend. Yeah. And you just feel you feel grateful that the sun is shining on your face. And and time doesn't even mean much because you know what? There's nowhere to go. Everything's going great. Life's happy. There's no war to fight. There's peace. Your family's waiting for you at home. Yeah, we got to go there's, pick. There's nothing to stress out about. Pick vegetables in the garden that we grew later. That's that's the kind of thing we want to be going towards. And that's never going to happen if you're always looking for some person to hate. You're always trying to hate the Donald Trump supporters and they need to be wiped. If you really believe that your happiness is only going to come from, well, if we can just wipe these people out, if we can just destroy this enemy, if we can just do that, you're never going to be happy. No. It comes from healing, healing yourself, healing your family, um, and, and having that love inside you to project. I and mean, that's that's it, man. There's That's the secret to life. Well, and the, There's really, You can't be richer than that. And, and the important thing for people to note is also, man, like, you know, who, wh- whichever monster you're looking at, like even like these these satanic pedophiles and these political pedophiles, it's like these guys were once children, too, and they're just doing what was done to them, man. And so if you can look at something from like a Christ consciousness perspective where it's like we know Hillary Clinton and these motherfuckers have been trafficking children all over the world. But at one point in Hillary Clinton's life, she was an infant and somebody repetitiously and violently did that to her, too, and 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 opened that traumatic portal in her fucking subconscious where she disassociated and now has no compassion or empathy because People never treated her with compassion or empathy. They all just treated her, you know, like a... No, you're right. I mean, and it's like, how do people think they're going to cure the world of all this pain, suffering, and anger? If Like, you're, like people, the liberals, it's so funny watching uh, liberal people on Twitter, like all the social justice warriors yeah. and stuff, because they're, they're always, like, talking about having it, the, the right wing. Just well, they're no narcissists. Empathy. So they're talking about empathy because they want to look like they give a fuck. But these these type yeah. of people are fucking narcissists. They never experienced any fucking challenging. Here's the thing. You want to separate the wolves from the sheep? I'll tell you who the wolves are. The wolves got punched in the mouth a few times when they were young. The sheep didn't. Right? So, so... And 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 like I like I said too, I, I posted another post the other day on my birthday, which was yesterday. Twenty twenty one is going to separate the wolves from the sheep. So all these shit bags following each other, you know, like with all this virtue signaling, or or you know, hating the Trump supporters, or see, it's like how can they claim to be our moral superiors when they have as much hate and. More wild shit that they spew. Like if if they were really that better than us, they would be like Gandhi. Like, okay, we're gonna be nonviolent. We're gonna reach out to the other side. We're gonna we're gonna have empathy. Like we're gonna teach them meditation. We're gonna high road. Right. Yeah. Like I'm gonna stand here and let you beat me because I know I'm right and I know you're wrong. Like that's more. Granted, that's not my philosophy. Like I'll punch you in the face, but (laughs) yeah. But like I like I said. 
emp- they they have no empathy for the other side and just rail into the other side as being the problem. Like you don't realize that you're the fucking problem. You are also the. It's not that you're the only problem, but the people on the left are so programmed. Yeah. So fucking hypocritical. The they biggest hypocrites they, in our and I hated Bush era conservatives. I venomously hated them. I feel the same way about the modern day left now. I'm like, you guys have fucking lost it. I, I, I will sh- I will talk to every person like a human. That does not mean that I will not call you out on your bullshit. And I expect to be called out on my bullshit. We live in a and politically— they're on, they're on Twitter saying we need to wipe out whiteness. What does that even mean? What does that even fucking mean, like, dude? Okay. Is there what is a that? and you know what, whiteness? dude? You know what the Do biggest fucking problem with these punks are? Skin? There's so many people that are ex-military that have seen combat that don't want to see it again, which is exactly why they've been being peaceful during all these protests. You don't think in a lot of these cities, a lot of the people there were in fucking military and and, and Ramadi and Baghdad and and Iraq and all these different places. They were fucking there, dude. And they would smoke you, motherfuckers. They're not doing it because they've seen it and they don't like it and it doesn't help anything. It doesn't help the United States to have a fucking internal conflict. It only helps our enemies. It only helps the people that want to destroy us and hurt us. Yeah, but you look at, like, here's this now. It's karmic, dude. For, For the last... 50, 60, 70 years, we've been tormenting people all over the world. Finally, we get a president that that decides, hey, I don't want to be involved in any wars. And what happens? The war comes on the front lines. And it's it's kind of like poetic in a certain way, right? We finally have a fucking president that's like, hey, I don't want to be involved in any any major wars. And liberals are like, well, I'd rather be bombing brown skin people than get my feelings hurt and triggered by this guy, Donald Trump. Mm Mm-hmm. It's like so. It, now the wars uh, here in the home it's, it's front. It's just, it's just mind blowing to me how they preach about sympathy and yes. you know, taking the high road, narcissism. And, and, and then as soon as uh, the right does anything, you know, it's not like we burn down the Capitol. And I don't say we like I don't belong to the GOP, but I mean people that oppose this like tyrannical like. I don't even know how to describe it. The, the, the same government that's been tyrann- tyrannical for years? Yeah, that it's, it's same an, government it's, it's, that it's, hasn't I, I changed? A, a power establishment, the elite, that pretend that they're Democrat and Republican, oh, but yeah. they're really all the same fucking team. That establishment, that like oligarchy. Um, well, it's just like Nancy Pelosi. She talks like my grandma, bitch. She ain't your fucking grandma. Wake up. Yeah. But— but it's like all it took was for the media to say, look, they're seditionists. Let's round them up. Yeah. Like, yeah, let's do it. Because I, I believe whatever is on Twitter. Everybody loves a witch CNN hunt until they're being hunted. Yeah, it's like you don't think that the do you think the tech giants that are just uh, censoring everybody won't immediately turn into Big Brother the moment they get the opportunity? Oh, they're idiots. already doing it. Dude, you know yeah, what? Yeah, they already are. we already live in a big brother type yeah. system. It's just going to well, be Well, we have a we lot all worse. we have since the Bush era, dude. I'm sorry. Like like that's what that's what people that that don't understand why the Trump supporters became Trump supporters, they haven't been fucking paying attention for two decades. I have. I understand why these people supported Donald Trump because I don't see Donald Trump as a Republican. I don't yeah. see that. I see him as more of a libertarian that had to run as a Republican. 
Real Republicans start wars. They bomb brown-skinned countries. That's what real Republicans do, right? And I don't even know what real Democrats do because that party has flip-flopped so much in the last 10 years. A classic liberal— I liked them. They were cool. I was like, oh, yeah, you guys. Now they're like- just a revol. Democrats now are just they're, they're literally communists. a revolutionary party. Yeah, it's revolutionary they're, they're, communist. And the party. ones that aren't communists are low information, totally unaware. They don't they don't they have no fucking idea what's going on. Whatever television told them, <laughs> take the vaccine. It's like, dude, every fucking pharmaceutical commercial that comes up has a laundry list at the end of it of horrific side effects, including death. And you want me to take a fucking vaccine that was fast-tracked? Give me a break. You Wake know, up. How stupid here's a, here's are you? Here's the funny thing. I don't, I don't think any program people would probably be listening to us this far into it. But no. if you want to know if you're programmed, just ask yourself, do you, re- do you believe just about every – do you repeat – just about everything that's repeated on media and social media, like TV and everything. If you repeat practically, if you believe all the shit that is on CNN, you believe all the shit that your friends say on Twitter, and your opinion does not diverge in any significant way from anyone else's opinion in your circle, you're a fucking drone. Yes. Sheep. Sheep. And I'm telling you now, bro, you heard it from me. 2021 is going to separate the wolves from the sheep. And I know which pack I'm in. And and I know who, if shit gets nasty, who I will back up, dude. I will back up the people that that love their families, love their communities, that work hard, that are actually trying that to do... That don't act s- like victims. <laughs> yeah, that don't act like victims. People that are actually trying to... to w- what we call a country, I call a village. They're they're trying to keep the village safe. They're trying to bring people together to a certain extent, and 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 they're holding grace, dude. They're they're, they're graceful, you know. Because most of these people, if if a civil war happened, the the motherfuckers that are all all being dramatic and starting shit in the cities, they couldn't handle. These ex-military motherfuckers, they could not handle it. These ex-military people and, and these, these hunters and these people that are hard workers have been graceful. And the grace period is starting to wear off. Yeah, I used to tell people my old job, uh, you know, I live in a city now, but I know what it's like to have a miserable fucking existence. And it's like, if you're completely covered in filth, you're absolutely exhausted you're, you got broken bones, um, you know, you're being rained on or whatever. Like, what do you call that? That's Monday morning, motherfucker. And every day after that is going to be exactly like that. And that's what I've, that's what I'm used to. And, you know, people, some fucking social justice warriors who have never like torn a muscle or had PTSD before, like all this shit that I've experienced. Like if, if you think that you're just going to come wipe us out, you don't know what you're going to be dealing with. Well, I think, I think, um, you know, just because I, I follow a lot of, you know, after you study conspiracies for 20 years, you start to find specific sources that, that usually print pretty credible information. And, and like I said before, it's amazing to me that the conspiracy theorists always get information weeks, months to years in advance. That amazes me. We're so wrong though. But uh, <laughs> I think uh, 
I think that there's going to be a major curveball coming here very shortly. Like I'm talking like within weeks. Yeah. And uh, I think that uh, people are going to be pleasantly or horrifically surprised by some things. Now, I'm under no false pretense or delusions that whether Donald Trump or Joe Biden get into office, that we don't have some karmic debt that we have to pay. Because either way, in my eyes, I see bad shit happening. I see worse shit happening if a career politician gets back into office. Somebody like fucking Joe Biden that was there, you know, working behind Barack Obama. Joe Biden, who, yeah, Joe Biden, who owns a, his family has an island next door to Jeffrey Epstein. Joe Biden, who's touching on little girls and little boys on film and talking about touching on little girls and boys on film for the last years. Joe Biden, who for 40 years on film and on record has been racist as fuck. Mm-hmm. Race openly racist. I see the country going, it's going to be infinitely worse if this guy gets into office. But hey, at the end of the day, I look at it like this. It's in God's hands, which whatever you believe God to be, it's in God's hands. And we're going to go where we need to go because a lot of people didn't want Donald Trump as president. And I can't say that I thought everything he did was amazing either. Uh, But I think the country got what it needed. He brought a lot of garbage to the surface, shit people needed to see. We needed to see these social justice warriors. We needed to see the white supremacists. We needed to see BLM. And we needed to see this crazy, obnoxious LGBTQ community that swears they're so oppressed, even though everybody's been having parades for them for the last 30 years. Everybody loves the right. fucking gays, dude. I'm saying everybody loves the fucking gays, okay? I started tattooing on Hollywood Boulevard. You couldn't not love gays. They're hilarious. They're fabulous. They're creative. They're stylish. They're funny. Nobody, unless you're a complete scumbag, and who gives a fuck what a scumbag thinks? Everybody loves the gays. We've been celebrating the gays for years. So the modern that, LG- that's another thing it's like i don't know why certain groups get celebrated as heroes it's yeah like i don't have a problem if you're gay great good for you but you're not a uh, hero you're a homo and i have gay friends like- that would laugh at that <laughs> right it's you're like, not heroes think, you're homos get like, over it bitch like are we handing out medals of honor or something yeah. for being gay and i'm like okay you're gay you're gay great well my oppression like, just, is actually higher yeah, on the like, totem pole yeah, than yours so it, i i feel like it feeds into that whole thing where it's like i'm an oppressed oppression is currency for these people do what i want yeah it's like you reward people that's another thing if, is people have been rewarded for being oppressed victims so it's like well what is everyone going to do now yeah, they're if you're a like weak victim. victim who was spoiled Such your whole life. Oh, my God. Yeah, if you're a weak victim who was spoiled your whole life and you had the luxury of mommy and daddy taking care of everything and you finally get to a point in life where you realize, oh, my God, nobody's going to take care of me. I better latch onto this manipulative-ass social credit score type thing so I can actually have access to the resources of other people because I'm too weak to go out and hunt and get that for myself. That's what these motherfuckers are. They don't realize... Root awakening, son. Real motherfuckers are going to punch you in your mouth. You're not going to get access. They're, society isn't your mommy and daddy that coddled and spoiled you your whole life. There will be a person in society that will punch you in your mouth. I don't want it to yeah. be that way, but that's the way the laws of nature work. Yeah, it's funny. People think uh, yelling and screaming on Twitter somehow is going to prepare them for actual combat against people who have been to Iraq three times or something like that. It's like, 
you guys are fucking delusional. Yeah, you, you did, need to just you talk have it no out. Idea. <laughs> talk it out. Yeah, man, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. Is like people really, really need to talk it out. We need to have both sides come together and talk it out. And I don't see the right silence in people. I mean, you just and, look... and, it, and it has to be uh, it has to be with awareness of your own bias and your own projections yes. and your own traumas because you can't sit down and talk normally with someone if you're freaking out because you're triggered because you have a bunch of shame and guilt complexes from your uh you know your 20 years of being programmed and school and college and everything it's like well yeah we can't talk that's why you can't talk to them and that's why i said the first step is you have to heal from your trauma and you can't be ruled by by shame and guilt and all this crap from stuff that's happened hundreds of years ago it doesn't matter when when it doesn't i matter when I lived in Hawaii about seven or it was probably about seven years ago, I had a like a a, de- a near death experience where I swore, okay, this is it. And I've been in quite a few near death experiences. This one, I thought for sure I was done. It's game over. I, you know, I was I was in the ocean and I was like, fuck, dude, riptide. We're out in the middle of nowhere. I'm fucking done, dude. I got through <laughs> it. Somebody somebody saw me and and my cousin and they they came and they saved us. Um, and uh, the, it was almost like a switch shifted in my mind. And from that point on, I just uh, I just realized that the, everything that I had been taught since I was young was a fucking program. And I'd already been a conspiracy theorist to that point, but I was convinced on every level of society it was a program, every single level, from food to medical to education to media to Hollywood to everything. It is. That's why it's, it's earlier a I said fucking program. Dude. I said you already live. You know, people say we're going on to 1984. You're in it now. You're just your brain is adapted to it. Yeah. That's why you're not fucking crying in the corner every night in your room. Yeah, yeah, like, like you said earlier. For so long, if if we came like we were four or five years old with with that that open minded, free loving mental, and we had to deal with what what's going on today, yeah, we'd we'd be done for, dude. We'd you we'd have PTSD having, from just you, you social shock, let alone war. You'd have PTSD. You'd be having panic attacks every single day. Yep. Really, I'm not even kidding. No, I know, I know that because when I did psychedelics. It kind of reset my brain back to like factory factory mode or whatever, and I had crippling panic attacks for like two or three weeks until my brain got desensitized enough to deal with this. Yeah, absolutely. It's fucking. T- so when people say it's, we're gonna go into 1984, you're in it. You're in it. Yeah, it's it's already here, guys. And and what I'm I'm just hoping for in the next you know coming weeks that. Uh, you know, because there's a few scenarios that could play out. Um, I, I know which one I'm hoping for. I'm not going to drop that on the mic right now. I think I'm I'm hoping that it's going to involve the military personally, um, and 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 um, like real military, like good military, not Nancy Pelosi or fucking uh, Mitch McConnell or any of these Rhino Republican military. I'm talking about legit military that's been observing these fucking career politicians and it's just like all right we're gonna step in we're, we're gonna do something because if not i, I can get- see that happening because there's gonna be a tipping point where people are like there is no more political option to be had yeah, we're and already there dude be like the, yeah, the parties are like done a, they're destroyed you know how many hundreds of thousands and millions of 
armed veterans are just going to be like, well, fuck it. It's yeah, it's time. No point anymore. Let's do it. And, uh, you know, that that's not me making a threat. That's just uh, the reality. of That's the reality where we're. And, you know, it's really sad because, like I said, that doesn't help the United States for us to have an internal conflict. No, because then we got to worry about external threats. A house divided is not a home. So you got China that's clearly, clearly wants that ass. You know, yeah. and and we and I believe that since uh, uh, George Bush Senior was in office, which is why they shipped over all those manufacturing things, the, China bought and bribed these fucking politicians out, and they have been for years, and that's why these motherfuckers that are at the Capitol are so scared now of of uh, a president that has the military backing him because hey, some shit might come to light. That uh, a lot of people didn't think about, you know. Well, no, I mean, it, I look at it like like the reason why they destroyed all the fucking businesses is because they wanted to have a real estate boom. They do it in the stock market all the time. You 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 drop the stocks, the wealthy come in, they buy it, and the next thing you know, months later or years later, they skyrocket. They, they're doing that with our real estate right now, with all these you know destroyed businesses. And people that can't afford their homes anymore. It's going to be a real estate boom, and they're going to get it for way cheaper. Yeah, that's how they— uh, And they're saying the China's buying up a lot rich, of it. That's how the super rich have worked for hundreds of years, is they basically inflate the money supply, create a boom, get everyone in debt, and then pull the plug on it and call, you know buy everything for pennies on the dollar. Yeah, Roth, money they Rothschilds. I mean, that's, that's yeah, it's been going on forever. Yeah. Yeah, man, this was a this was a good 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 talk. Uh, I, I I love to talk about psychology, man, and and freaking um, a lot of uh, and and just being somebody who's been through some gangster ass shit in my life. I just I I I see I know what the criminal mind is about. I I see psychological warfare constantly, and you can't explain that to somebody who grew up. On the Disney Channel, unfortunately, yeah, you you can't, <laughs> and like, and and I feel sorry for these people, but I know how nature works, and unfortunately for you guys, that that didn't think outside of yourselves, that thought, hey, you know, maybe this guy that fucking is into these conspiracies, that fucking spent all these years in jail and grew up in gang neighborhoods, maybe he sees something coming that I don't, because I don't have a lot of you know, experience with, with, uh, danger, you know, I, I've got experience in school and, and, and pop culture, but you know, but they, they can't drop their pride, their ego. They, they know it all. They're too smart. They got degrees. So I'm just like, all right, man, right on. Well, let's hope that hopefully things aren't as bad as they look like they're getting, but you know, uh, heal yourself. Yeah. Enjoy your life, whatever happens. You know, love your family. That's the most you can do. Yeah, and try your hardest to be kind to people, man. And I don't, you know, I don't think if people aren't awake, they're not going to be awake, man. It's going to take, I, I mean, it's going to take a military boot up somebody's ass to wake some of these people up. They're that <laughs> fucking asleep, yeah. dude. They are that it's like, asleep. Uh, if you think about, uh, you know, people don't think, you know, you mentioned mind control or programming or whatever, trauma-based mind control, and people are like, ah, what the fuck? That sounds crazy. Like, how do you think the Nazis or the Imperial Japanese fought tooth and nail? Their countries were being bombed to ashes, 
and they weren't surrendering. Yeah. That's only because the Mind programming control. was so damn strong, man. And it's like, you don't think that could happen now? Well, after they've had 60, 70 years to perfect it? I've got, yes. And, and well, that, here you go. I was about to drop this on you. Everybody wants you to believe in science and innovation and all this and all that, but nobody wants you to believe that conspiracies have become innovated or anything like that. It's like, dude, wake the fuck up. Everything progresses on the planet, including fucking conspiracies and corruption. So here's a really funny thing. Like, oh, science. I trust the science. You believe in science, don't you? The science, right? It's like you believe in the science they tell you to believe. So yeah, they yeah exactly that. And nobody takes into consideration that the most evil, corrupt people in Nazi Germany were scientists and doctors. Wrap your head around that, ladies and gentlemen. Science and doctors. Scientists and doctors. Well. On that note, I think uh, if you want to have another talk, we can. But oh, I've yeah. covered all my bases. And yeah, I we, we will definitely. got something out of that. Yeah, we'll definitely keep in touch. And I'm going to post this. Should be up in a half an hour. And then I'll, I'll text you. Uh, I'll text you the, the episode, man. It was great having you on, man. I really appreciate great. you coming on. Okay. Awesome. You. you have a good one. You too. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another episode of the Esoteric Gladiator podcast. Um, in conclusion to this episode, I, you know, I, I don't care what your, your, your sexual identity is, what your social identity is, what your political identity is. At the end of the day, I want the best for everyone. And we talk about these hard to talk about subjects. Because I feel like most of my guests that I have on, I think all of them that I have on, want the best for everyone. And we need to talk it out. We can't scream it out. We can't hate it out. We can't attack it out. Like, it's got to be talked out. It's got to be understood. Ideas have to be presented. Ideas have to be considered. So, thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. Love, healing, and truth. Mind, body, spirit. If you go within, you'll never go without. Take care of yourself. Thanks for listening.